This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I want to end me. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. V.I.G. Ah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. And a cheer. Yeah. Woo! Uh, yes. Oh. This is oh, good. Smell it. Yeah. Yes! Yes! Whoa. Oh. Yeah. Go for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh God. Excellent. Yeah. So good. Join the butthole revolution. And now, no one uh, informed me that this program was happening today, so I didn't prepare any words. Our feature presentation. Morning, party people. Morning. Hi. Welcome to Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. It is Monday morning, the 10th of February. Mm-hmm. How's the weekend? Oh, slammed. S- slammed? Slammed. I watched every episode of The Outsider. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, That's it. That does sound slammed. That does sound... Action packed. I was trying just to get better, so I didn't do anything. I had really fun plans Friday night, mm-hmm. canceled them. Mm-hmm. That's when I started The Outsider. And then I went to bed Friday night, had the worst nightmares of my life. All right. Okay. And then couldn't wait when I woke up on Saturday to continue The Outsider. Saturday night, awful nightmares again. All right. And it's not a good pattern, but such a good show. Stephen King. I like him. Heard good things about it. Yeah, I did too. How many episodes good. are there? Um, last night was episode six. All right. Yeah. Hmm. Jensen? Uh, we had a parent's date. Yeah. Which is a big thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we. What does that mean? Well, like. You we, get a babysitter. Yeah, yeah. We have a seven month old, so mm-hmm. you can't just, like, you know, leave them as much as I try to do that <laughs> at the house. Um, and so we went and had. We, we, I wanted to take her to, like, a nice place. Right. My wife to, like, a restaurant. We haven't been anywhere out of the house. So CPK? Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> she would have really freaked about that, but instead she picked. Her spot, which was Soup Plantation. Okay. Oh, I said, my gosh. any restaurant you want to go to, and she chose <laughs> Soup Plantation in Northridge, which I was I, I was like, Bless we could just her. wear our pajamas. We yeah, don't have to get can. dressed up or By anything. By the way, best case right there. I know. And so we went to that, and then uh, we filled a back tire that we needed to fill that was out of air. This is sexy. Wow. And Keep then, going. And then what they, else? They, uh, they put up a new stop sign in our neighborhood, so we went and checked out the new stop sign. Oh, my gosh. You then, didn't know no. what to do with yourselves. And then we went home and slept. Wait, uh, walk me through the conversation of, mm-hmm. should we check out the new stop sign? Well, because I was telling her, I was like, you know, they have a new stop sign. 
down the street and she goes oh really and i go yeah she goes where i go well at the bottom of the hill there is one at the top of the hill so i'm sure people are pretty mad about it and oh yeah i saw a next door app about people being uh post about people being mad about the stop sign i go yeah do you want to see it she goes yeah I go, great, let's go. On how, does, how do those two sentences follow each other? Why do you say, do you want to see it? Because it's a stop sign. We both got very excited. And why did she say, yeah? <laughs> I don't know, man. We are we are thrill seekers. That's yeah. all I can tell wow. you. Wow. Adrenaline rush, huh? By the way, parents night in bed by 930. So <laughs> very exciting. Honestly, I respect everything you said. Yeah. So. <laughs> Kevin, what about you? What uh, what was on your face that caused Look, stir? <laughs> I didn't see this coming, and it, and it was odd, because usually I could predict the response to stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I put up a picture of myself at the Bicycle Hotel and Casino at Poker Night. Mm-hmm. And a guy there had brought me a mask, uh-huh. a children's mask from a children's hospital. And it was Mickey Mouse. <laughs> it was Disney. Oh, yeah. Okay. So he brought that for me knowing that I was sick. Uh-huh. So I put it on and then I took pictures of it. And almost the 100% of the response was, why do you have panties on your face? Yeah. Kids' panties at that. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they weren't panties. Yeah, I hate the word panties. I do too. Yeah. They looked meager. That's what everybody meager. Was, meager. Like, they looked like they were so tiny on his face. Yeah. It was it very It looked like it hurt. Like it was like making your ears like Well, tightening. it was small yeah. because it was a child. Right, but, right. Got that. So my gigantic dome had yeah. already broken the left side of the string, so I was just holding that side on. Oh dear. Yeah, it wasn't but it wasn't a children's panty. Everyone, okay, even the way you say it, please stop saying it. It was just, it was a mask that they used yeah. at a children's hospital. But when you looked at it, yes. did you say to yourself, you know what? Son, you got a penny on your head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of these people are correct. <laughs> no, I didn't just because I knew what it was. Okay. So would you like to watch a movie with me with so your hand down it. my pants? Stop. Oh, you dear. stop that right now. How did it go on Friday night? It went well. Yeah? It was fun, yeah. You remember any of it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Not a lot. Yeah, not not a lot. No. Okay. Not a lot. No. But it was fun. It was good times. You got a little bit of sleep this weekend, I'm yeah, hoping? Yeah, I, I did the same thing you did. I just good. sort of canceled stuff and stayed in bed the whole time. Good. I'm feeling better. How about you? Sure. Oh. I'm feeling, no, I'm feeling some better. I mean, it doesn't feel as contagious in here. Well, that is the truth. Enter destiny. Right. If she gets sick now. If. Destiny, how you feeling? I feel okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hanging in there. All right. Yeah, we'll okay. see. But hanging in there... Meaning hanging in there, you're sick? I think she's fighting. Yeah, I feel like I'm on the on the brink of it. Right. But we'll see what happens. And then Iron she's Man. She's going to wait until we all get. Iron Man over here. You're still good. I mean, amazing. I texted him last night and said, you still got that immune system of a god? Yeah. Other, yeah. Than, the, other than the Jewish stomach that continues to have poo problems. I'm doing all right. That's amazing. Yeah. This, you look death in the face. I did. Multiple times last week. I know. I really am a thrill, You're a thrill seeker. Between that and the parents' date, I'm... Right? Look at that stop sign. I'm a real tough guy. <laughs> Toughy. They, uh, they went to look at a stop sign, Kevin. They did. And they went to soup plantation in Northridge. <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> yep. And then filled a tire with they air. filled a tire. Yeah. We, we've been thinking about doing it for Who a while. Who says you guys don't know how to party? I know, man. Parenthood. All right, let's talk about today's show, shall we? The reason why I'm not eating my own mattress is because I ate my mattress already. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Uh, we have a recap of the Oscars today. Mm-hmm. Ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> uh, recap of the Oscars and also Matt Bellany will be joining us from The Hollywood Reporter. Before you go on to the next thing, yeah. out of 10, 10 being the best, what did you think of the Oscars? Um, I was... In and out of the Oscars. Okay. Because I was in a NyQuil haze. Oh, So I woke up and I would see like Eminem on there and I'm like, 
What year I don't, is it? What's yeah. happening? Yeah. Was he in a movie? And I started like thinking through the movies. I couldn't. Yeah. It seemed good. Yeah. What I saw, I was entertained. I was in and out of it, but uh, in and out, okay. I, I w- seemed like I liked watching it, and then also it gave us what we wanted. It felt like a very audience-friendly show. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Sure. Yeah. No host. Yeah. Do it. Ray Romano got up, used the F word. Yeah, he I mean, did. Dirty birdie. Mm-hmm. That what? He works blue, I guess, on live TV. <laughs> Just live TV. Just live TV. <laughs> Only at the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk to him today. Yes. Oh. we got. I feel like we're right on the precipice of pop culture. Yeah. Not only that, um, we need to <laughs> Don't see say if... it out loud because then he won't call. Really? I think. I think. Really? I think. Okay. All right. Wow. Yeah. He's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Hello. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Also, as, as part of our Oscar show, we have Oscar De La Hoya. Oh. <laughs> Stupid. You know what's funny is Dave made that joke and I... Cursed him out for it, and then sure. I just t- stole his joke. Congrats. Uh, great news. Matt Bellany, like I said. And we've got uh, tickets for you. Now we're doing 1975. What do you mean? We're giving away tickets for the 1975. Okay. Uh-huh. And I wish I remembered more of the details. Um, they're playing at the Five Point Amphitheater. Mm-hmm. That seems like a smaller venue for them. Um, and Or at the Forum. You can okay. take Which, either one. Oh, either one. Whoa. Uh, oh, okay. Great. And then you qualify to see them again in Madrid, Spain. Unbelievable. Wow. Pretty I thought good. you just messed up. No, no. Did you know you could pick pick I and think choose? Too. <laughs> oh no, I didn't mess up. Oh, no, that you, time. Okay. It's five point and four. Either yeah, one. I knew it was two places because I looked at Kevin. for you, Kevin. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> we'll take a break. Just hit his head on the mic. <laughs> we'll take a break and come back with what's happening next. It's Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. LA and OC's alternative rock. Hey, Allie. What's happening? Is there happening? Is there things happening? She sounded with it. Sounded good. And uh, well prepared for the Mm -hmm. day, and I appreciate her. Agreed. Guys, Parasite last night, right? What a miracle. It was great. It was a real long shot. I don't know about the actual odds of it, but wasn't it? Plus 300. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. Crazy. Is that good or bad? It's good. Okay. I mean, it's good. good for people who made the bet. I mean, it was right oh. behind 1917, but okay. still. Uh, and mean, this is for Best Picture. Yes. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Amazing. Um, by the way, Parasite made history as the first non-English language film to win Best Picture at the Oscars ever. Gosh, I love movies. The film nabbed four wins in total at the 92nd Academy Awards, including for director Bong Joon-ho. International... He seemed so happy. Yeah. I think, honestly, I've been watching some interviews with him because I'm just fascinated by by what English he does know, mm-hmm. and then when the translator takes over, I'm just... Their relationship is so cool to me to watch. He has been saying, leading up to this, I'm just ready for it all to be over. Mm. I just, I want to go home. It's too overwhelming He's, for him. It's too yeah. much. He just wants to be with his family. He wants to go home. But I think the more he won, he was like, all right, one last night. All right, I'm Let's sure. do it up. Yeah, he did uh, He did pretty well. Well, as well as uh, winning for director, he won um, the movie, won for international feature film and original screenplay. And I thought it was such a great moment, too, when he won for director and he he made time for the other directors in the category, and everybody did a standing ovation for Martin Scorsese. Yeah. He said how Quentin Tarantino had just supported him from the beginning. So it it just felt really special with him up there. He did, special. I kind of saw this uh, the stat on the way in. He tied Walt Disney for most individual Oscars in a night. Wow. Isn't that nuts? What? That is wow. nuts. Yeah. 
Good, I mean, yes. the movie is that good. Kevin and I loved it. Our favorite movie of but the I'm year. But I'm used to my favorite movie of the year never winning an Oscar. I know. That's never my being life. up for an Oscar. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> winning a Razzie the night before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so other winners, Best Actress, Renee Zellweger for Judy. Best Actor, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. Best Supporting Actress, Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Best Supporting Actor, Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Adapted Screenplay, Taika Waititi for Jojo Rabbit. Best animated film, Toy Story 4. Why did that make me so happy? Like, it's a sickness how much Toy Story delights me. It's a great movie. And I think four that's true. Yeah, Most people. Yeah, it was good. Okay, good. And not the favorite again. That was another... Uh, no, not yeah, at all. Yeah. Original song, I'm Gonna Love Me Again from Rocket Man, marking the first time that Elton John and Bernie Taupin have won an Oscar. Clap if you care. I I do care. Yeah. It's just uh, oh, and Kevin. Okay. Yeah. Screw you, Kevin. That huh? hurt, uh, uh, Jensen. All right. <laughs> I was clapping. You're all huh? <laughs> It was um. It was a pretty interesting night, and I think the moment that everybody kind of went, wait, what just happened? They're doing a montage of songs from movies, basically saying how. There are songs that can change the whole feel of a movie. And this montage, I'm watching it going, these songs are all amazing. Mm -hmm. And every single movie that they showed, I realized more and more that music really affects my movie watching and how much I love a movie. Every single movie, I was like, yes, yes, yeah, until Deliverance, where I yelled, (laughs) no! And then at the end, they were showing um, scenes from 8 Mile, but they weren't getting to the song, and I was like, come on, get to the song! What is happening? And then the stage opens up. That's why it happened. And Eminem is there to do Lose Yourself Live, you guys. That was exciting. Am I the only one no, that, that was thought exciting. that was such a great moment? I'm always critical towards Eminem in 2020. I thought that was I thought it was kind of cool. I thought it came off well. Everybody seemed to be singing along. And, yeah, and also it was like finally felt like it was an upbeat. To watch people even kind of dancing and clapping at the Oscars, you just don't see it. Yeah. Time. So that was cool. And to see everybody, you know, with the words and the audience yeah. and, yeah, that and was cool. enjoying was awesome. By the way, he... Uh, one for best original song for Lose Yourself 17 years ago. He wasn't at the award ceremony at someone else except his Oscar. So he put, look, if you have another shot, another opportunity, thanks for having me at the Academy. Sorry it took me 18 years to get there. See, because you only have one shot, do not miss your chance. I don't care. Load the opportunity. He had two shots. So, mm, right. So the song's wrong. So the song's I did lie. like it until she explained that. Now I'm sort of back in the what is Eminem doing camp. I thought it was such a nice break. Like in the middle nice, of yeah. the Oscars, all of a sudden uh, Eminem concert breaks out. Was that, did anyone hear even rumors of that? That was no. well, well kept secret. Yeah, he, no. was in, he, he was in town. We I think we talked about 50 Cent getting a star on the Walk mm-hmm. of Fame. Right. He was in town for that. And then I think there was sort of like, he's still here. Like someone had sort of said online, hmm. maybe he was working on an album or something. And then this popped up, so. Well, I loved great. it. I did too. Loved it. It was fun. And, you know, the issues he had had um, in the past with saying some homophobic stuff. And then Elton John kind of took him under his wing and was like, yo, that's not how you talk about people. Probably with a British accent. Mm-hmm. Um, but they posed for pictures together last night, too. So it just seemed like everybody's growing up. Joaquin Phoenix, Ugh. growing up, you hated it. <laughs> Ugh. I did I did like the part about redemption in his speech and I thought that was that great. Was nice. That he was a scoundrel. A he scoundrel. did say he was a scoundrel. And if he brings who uses the, word the word scoundrel back. Yes, who uses that word? God bless mm-hmm. him.
Because that is a, that's such a good word. I'm such a scoundrel. It's like rascal. I love that word. Oh, you rascal. I mean, right? it makes you sound like you're like a angry pirate, but sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think he did well there. And then when he started, I think we're going to get into it later, but. Yeah, I didn't want to hear about cow and something. About something about a cow. Yeah, that was no. a little much. Very confused Read the study. I'd rather not. I actually sent you all a message. I'm like, open up a blog. <laughs> <laughs> Just seemed like a lot. Seemed like a lot. Kevin, you had a busy weekend of uh, trying to not be sick anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I assume you didn't see a movie at the box I office. I did not. Wow. Okay. Hurt me. Did it? Because yeah. you would have seen Birds of Prey. Yep. Well, it fell short of expectations, posting $33.2 million in their opening weekend. That is the worst start for a DC Comics adaptation since Jonah Hex in yeah. 2010. What the heck is Jonah Hex? Know, not a good movie. I'm sorry, but $33 million seems good. Yeah, it's I mean, it costs a ton good, to make, I but, think is what did it. Yeah, and I think expectations of a, any DC or Marvel movie are going to be Especially w- with a property people know. Jonah Hex came out of nowhere. So this is like they knew the character. Jonah Hex went back to nowhere, too. Yeah. Uh, well, also, the Hex, I mean. I guess uh, this is supposed to be good. Yeah, people that yeah. have seen it said it is Why do you say it awesome. that way? Because Suicide Looks Squad was so bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. I've heard this is good, and it still didn't make a ton of money, which is annoying. Because I, I would have liked to see more comic book movies that are good make money. And uh doesn't seem like the case. Sorry. But I will I will go see it. Yeah, are you, maybe you we'll have like, to go see it? Yeah, yeah, okay, for same. sure. Okay. I want to see it. I want to support it. 100%. Excellent. Coming in second, Bad Boys for Life, $12 million in its fourth weekend. Third, 1917 with $9 million. Fourth, A Doolittle with $6.6 million. And then, I mean, it just won't go away. Jumanji, the next level. Wow. In its ninth weekend, still wow. making money, grossing $5.5 million. I love it! Oh, well, I'm so proud, and I love it as well. Some birthdays for you. Laura Dern. Oh. oh she had a big night last what? night. Just do it. I mean, it seems like this is her week. I mean, it's her year. Yeah, it's she true. did it say really this is a nice is. birthday gift. Oh, okay. The Independent... From the stage. Did she? The, yes. <laughs> Excellent. The Independent Spirit Awards also had a huge celebration oh, of her. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I'm going to say it right now. It's the best award ceremony out there. It's very good. Yeah. I'm just gonna figure right now. Yeah, right. Usually it's um, Mulaney and Kroll hosting, mm-hmm. and I dig it. But Aubrey Plaza hosted, and she was wonderful. She was for the second time. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to Elizabeth Banks, Emma Roberts, Chloe Grace Moritz, Stephanie Beatrice, Uzo Aduba, and singer of Pierce the Veil, Vic Fuentes. Not Victor. Victor Fuentes, <laughs> different guy, but a great singer nonetheless. And that's what's happening. This is Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock, K-R-O-Q. I gotta tell you, I think the reason I liked the Oscars as much as I did is because I was watching something else and I gave it like 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then you can fast forward. That's the key. It's a key. Get yeah. through commercials, get through stuff you don't want to watch. Right. That's the key. You don't like it's the important. in memoriam. You don't want to see no. dead, dead. Although Billie Eilish singing was great. She was. That was really a good song. She's the best. Uh, Steve Martin came out, which I was very excited about, with Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking today, Chris, that we both have hosted the Oscars before, and this is such an incredible demotion. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really have hosts anymore. Why is that? Twitter! Hey, everybody's got an embarrassing tweet somewhere. Yeah. I know I do. Now, a couple of years ago, there was a big disaster here at the Oscars where they accidentally read out the wrong name, and it was nobody's fault, but they have... Uh, 
guaranteed that this will not happen this year because the Academy has switched to the new Iowa Caucus app. <laughs> that sounded to me like the biggest laugh of the night. Like, that was genuinely funny. Steve Martin is my goat. Greatest of all time. Host kills it. I know a lot of people have Billy Crystal or Kimmel. The, uh, Steve Martin's my guy. I mean, it's hard to argue Steve Martin. The best. But what a night! Yeah, I don't know, Steve. I'm, I'm a little conflicted. You know, I was driving here tonight and seeing the terrible homeless problem in L.A. Thank you, Chris! So many stars! <laughs> <laughs> that genuinely made me laugh. Um, why? Wait, wait, hold, when you see that, do you... Do you, does it think you want to host? Yes. No. Really? Steve Martin, yes. For I mean, no. It depends on who it is. A hundred percent depends on I who it is. I thought when that and then the Kristen Wiig, Maya, Maya Rudolph. Rudolph. But when I saw all those, I went. I, I know that one bit is a lot different than doing yes. 30 over a night. But it just made me miss outlandishly funny people coming back and, you know, coming in and out of the show. It made me happy that they could do it in such small chunks and mm. really shine. You think that was better? That was absolutely better than struggling for a four-hour show. And this, staying fresh. This yeah. is yes. Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. Okay, the nominees for Best costume design wait, art. Wait, wait. That's it? We can't just skip right to the award. You're right. You're right. So much goes into costume design. Um, what else should we say? Well, maybe we don't say it. Maybe we sing it. <laughs> these boots are made for walking, and that's just what they'll do. And one of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over. You've got the look. You've got the look. Sean, I'll still be cooking in my Adidas. Oh, devil with a blue dress, blue dress, blue dress, devil with a blue dress on Blueberry Hill. Both, 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 both. Redigabo, Asenro, Dietrich, and a lady in red. Is dancing with me. Cheek to cheek, cheek to cheek, and a thong, 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 thong. <laughs> I mean, come on. Their faces during it, it, it's genius. They were so good. They were so good. So mm -hmm. good. The surprise of the night? Didn't hear a rumor of it? Didn't... Nothing. No heads up. It was no. a really good surprise, and everybody there seemed to totally be into it. I yeah. thought it was the best part of the night and that audience finally woke up. Yeah. And they were enjoying the hell out of it. So was everyone at home. And most Oscar performances are of sad songs from movies yeah. or yeah, true. like, you know, uh, Disney Usually or downers, yeah. Yeah, and so this was an opportunity for people to actually clap and dance and that, that looked cool in the audience. Loved it. And then Ray Romano, who was in The Irishman, got up. Listen, I, all joking aside, I do want to say I saw firsthand how talented hair and makeup people are in The Irishman. They would transform us every day. I would just sit there and be amazed. Mm -hmm. And then Pesci would come in and say, Get the f*** out of my chair, Deborah." Uh, I, I don't think gonna, they're going to believe that. Not everything is Netflix, Ray. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. That was clearly... That was, weird that he said Debra. That was Mugs. That was Mugs. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was Mugs. Not, yeah. oh. But he did say, Get the f*** out of my chair. This is actually Ray. Ray. Okay, good. Mm -hmm. It's right. actually Ray. And then Pesci would come in and say, Get the f*** out of my chair. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I mean, that's awesome. I, Ray Romano, known as Everybody Loves Ray, sort mm -hmm. of the uh, the mainstream network comedian, yes. decided to say the F word on mm -hmm. live television. That is a decision he made to go off script. I am shocked by it. 
you know him well. Is this something you would see him doing? He will sit there and work out punchlines and all of them, and then he'll just go, he'll judge it up. He tries to be objective. Mm-hmm. This is the funniest thing. Mm-hmm. And I, if I know him, he couldn't come up with anything funnier. <laughs> so he went with so it. So he went with it. Love it. Sandra O's face. It was so great. <laughs> yeah. It was so great. But uh, I would suggest watch it on delay so you can fast forward. That's the key right there. That's the key. Of the yeah. Oscars in it was general. A great Oscars for it, me. It, and Parasite winning all the yes. awards. Kevin and I are super fans. People did not see it coming. Uh, I feel like we rarely get an opportunity to say we think the best movie for sure won. Agreed. And that was our feeling. Remember when the Oscars um, were trying to highlight their app of predictions and yeah. they posted their winners? Oh, yes, yes. oh were How they the close? winners? Yeah. Yeah. What? Across the board? Oh, I don't know across the board, but Parasite, Parasite was the best, was picture, the yeah. best picture. And yeah. people were like, well, that's So weird. they tweeted that out last week. Yeah. Yeah. Let me that's see. Weird. I'm, I'm going to look at Let's. We should compare them and yeah. see if they actually sent out the list. Uh, It'd be amazing. I, I think it, we definitely know Parasite was it, right? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Accidentally tweets. Let's figure it out. Um, this was not like the winners. It was listed as predictions, right? Right. Right. Okay. So, but were they the winners? The, uh, Brad Pitt he was yes. the winner. Yes. Right? Okay. We have Parasite as the winner. Uh-huh. Um, directing Sam Mendes was a loss. Okay, that's a loss. Okay. So that's a- Best Supporting Actress, uh, Laura Dern, winner. Yep. Sure. Okay. Foreign Film, Parasite. That was obvious. Um, sound editing. Do you have that one? Sound editing. I think Ford it was Ford vs. Ferrari. Ferrari. So this has 1917. Okay. So, I mean, there were some right, original so- score Joker. That is a win. Joaquin Phoenix, win. Renee Zellweger, win. Adapted screenplay, Jojo Rabbit, win. Originals. I mean, it's mostly wins. I, I think if you're the Oscars, you don't want to put out a list that's 80%, 90% right. You no. really don't. No. That seems really bad don't. form. Yeah. <laughs> it is about 80%, 90% right, yeah. <laughs> that's that's not ideal. A true spoiler alert. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. KROQ. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The news sucks pretty regularly. Yeah. So on Monday mornings, we like to do great news. When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to hit the snooze. But we'll try to make that feeling go away. It's time for Great News Today. Great News. I'll start it off. This is a story about a 13-year-old boy named Logan out of Hudsonville, Michigan. Like many kids his age, all he wanted was a puppy of his own. Unfortunately, his dad had horrible allergies, never being able to have a pet in the house. 
The sad thing about this is for nine years, Joe, his father, battled myeloma cancer. Mm. And he passed away in January 2020 at the age of 47 years old. But before he died, he came up with a very special surprise for his beloved son. One that he's done a lot of surprises for. And here's Logan in his own voice. He always had these cool things planned out. And he tried to keep them like secrets and stuff until we were there. Uh, turned everything into like a good, happy thing. So when Joe learned he would lose his battle with cancer, he asked his wife Melanie to help him with one more surprise. This was his, that he, he had planned it out with me before he had passed away. He said, make sure to get Logan a dog, because I know that'll bring him a lot of comfort. And it actually brought comfort to our whole family, not just Logan. Joe passed away on January 8th, and five days later, on Logan's 13th birthday, the family went to pick up a dog for Logan's cousin. We stopped at a gas station so I could hold him for the rest of the way home. And then my cousin hands the dog to me and said, this is from your dad, this is yours. The moment brought Logan to tears. Really? Yes. He's yours. Really? I swear to God. Dad wanted you to have a puppy. It is the most precious video of this little boy who's like, you could see his heart drop and then just swell all at the same time. It is wonderful. And what an amazing dad to know he's about to pass. And plan stuff for later. And plan things for later. And I mean, the mom said it brought comfort to the whole family. And the dog is so cute. It's just a little Boston Terrier puppy. It is so beautiful. We'll post the video because this little boy, Logan, is just all kinds of precious. And it's just a beautiful thing that as something as sad as your dad passing away can be made just a smidge better by having a memory of him with something that you've always wanted. And that's my great news. Sorry about the tears. My dad left me a dresser. It was all... (laughs) It's, kind of, it's not as good. Terrible bummer. It's not as good. Uh, all right. Sometimes things happen in the universe that are hard to Hold explain. Hold on, Jensen, It's right. happening. Okay. Keep her, keep her away from the mic. That's horrible. Uh, listen, the universe is hard to explain. We know this, right? Yeah. Stars align sometimes. Life finds a way for good things to happen. And earlier this month, it would be hard not to see a specific trip on an Indianapolis brew tour bus to be anything but cosmically spectacular. So, you know, they have these, like, touristy drink some beer on a tour and see the city okay so that's what happens on this one where driver rex scott was working despite the fact that he was originally not even scheduled for the weekend when joyce smith and three of her friends uh who were there for a wedding took the tour it was a last minute idea to have fun they had other plans that fell through and they decided to go on this on this uh tour and as they left the bus for the day the driver rex offhandedly joked that he also took kidneys as a tip and it caught oh. their attention as to the very certain, well, why is that? And they started to get into a discussion. They found out it's because his wife, Valerie Scott, has polycystic kidney disease. Her kidneys are now the size of small footballs and losing function. Mm. Her mother had the same disease, and she had received a kidney transplant 17 years ago, and she was able to stay alive for that. And now her daughter would need the same exact thing. And it takes just a willing donor. But beyond that, 
It has to be a match in both blood type and six antigens, which is not easy to find. Oh, that's rough. Extremely difficult. And yes, the perfect stranger who completely matched was a woman who barely heard the joke from the tour bus driver on a tour they decided to go on because their initial plan fell through Valerie Smith. Mm. Wow. And it should be no surprise that she is so selfless. This only adds to the coincidence of this faded day. Between natural-born adopted fosters and guardian children, she and her husband have nine kids, including wow. including one who was a kidney transplant recipient six years ago. And her dad had just gotten the gift in the, in the form of a, li- a liver transplant as well. Uh, so this woman was like the exact perfect person to have on that bus to hear that joke and now the transplant has happened and both women are just a little bit sore and feeling great Valerie has already seen a difference in her health feeling more active and with less pain and she can't deny something else was at play let's listen to her whether you believe in God or not somebody had a hand in this there's no way this would have ever worked out otherwise Uh, absolutely and so now she just heals and enjoys an incredible act from a random person who was on her husband's bus heard a joke, and took it serious. Wow, that's crazy. Incredible. Awesome. Pretty incredible circumstances, and that's why it's my great news. Good read. Thank you. Sound like a ghost. Mm -hmm. In Vancouver, uh, there is Franklin Elementary School, uh, 385 students enrolled, and they have a kindness week for many years, which I think is a great idea. A kindness week. That was uh, started by the school uh, counselor, uh, Lisa DeNuro. And here's the story of a little kid who decided to do something for Kindness Week. Eight-year-old Keone Ching, a second grader at Franklin Elementary in Vancouver, holding a check that's bigger than he is. It's for raising money for school lunch debt. Keone wanted to do something big for Kindness Week at his school. Inspired by Richard Sherman paying off debt at two schools, he knew that was it. So he started making and selling keychains at five bucks a pop. Five dollars a pop to try and pay this off. People don't have a packed lunch and, and they don't have enough lunch money, they will starve. Schools in Washington and Oregon have to provide a lunch to a child regardless of whether they can pay. And that debt adds up. So back to that big check. How much money did you raise? Okay, if I could just say that's a dumb question because he's holding an oversized check. Uh-huh. And is it written <laughs> with on the it? number right yeah. there. Okay. Look right here. <laughs> he says, look right here. He's like, you're an idiot, look, dude. Moron. It's right I have here. a huge check. This the check num- is bigger than me. I'm a child. <laughs> How much money did you raise? Look right here. $4,015. How many keychains did you make? We don't know. Don't make him do math. For God's sakes, it's dude. about 80. Take it easy, dude. Get off his neck. The guy is making bracelets and selling them. I'm a hero. What's you happening? can read. Yeah. You don't know you ran out of counting? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great yeah. Kevin question right there. I love that. <laughs> you ran, you ran out, out of counting. counting. What? You don't know you ran out of counting? <laughs> I mean, uh, even the way he just, his inflection, I hate him. <laughs> He's a terrible reporter. He's <laughs> the worst. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, it's gone crazy. What's crazy is that an eight-year-old is taking care of this big problem. We're fortunate that Keone decided to focus on a specific problem, and then he exceeded his goals, and now he's going to go and support not only Franklin, but other schools in our district as well. We feel really happy about that. So he raised over $4,000, paid off his own school, and then like three others. It's very cute. By himself. He shouldn't have to do that. He shouldn't What were you doing when you were eight, Kevin? I mean, I was throwing rocks at my neighbor, Robbie Joyner. Right. So I wasn't nearly as good a kid as this. Mm-hmm. And that's why that's my <laughs> great news. 
Kevin in the Morning with Allie and Jensen. Carol QFM. And Oscar De La Hoya has joined us in the yeah! studio. Yeah. Hey. How about that? Happy to have him. What's up, guys? How you been? I've been good, man. It's been, been a while. Good. It's been it's been a second. It has. It has, yeah. Uh, what do you got going on? Uh, fights. Yes. Yeah, fights this Friday. This on, Friday. Uh, Valentine's Day, good. Valentine's Day, yeah. The, I want to go The, the Valentine's Brawl. Yes, I'm um, going on record. I am... A huge Ryan Garcia fan. Are you? I have yeah. been following him via mostly social media. Right, right. I have been pushing to get this talked about on mm-hmm. the show. That's true. Explain to people, other than the fact that he looks like he's in a boy band, right? What is the difference <laughs> between this kid and everyone else we've been told yeah. before is a prospect in boxing? And, and and he looks like the lead singer yeah. of a boy band. <laughs> yeah. yeah, not not the guy not playing the, the guitar man. in the back. No. Yeah, no. not, not the forty-year-old that like yeah, helps them the on drums. tour. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Um, yeah, no, I I I, I actually discovered him uh, in Victor. Really? Um, he contacted me by social media. He sends me a DM. You know, like, no yeah, way. I slipped in the DM. Dude. <laughs> how, how many of those do you get, though? I mean, uh, I assume a lot of people yeah, it's do. It's pretty crazy. And yeah. a lot of fighters are trying to get your attention. How did you right, do yeah. it? Um, I mean, I, I saw his profile. I saw, like, he had all these followers already. And um, and he kept on just insisting, like, dude, I want a meeting. I And I loved his persistence, you know? And so one day I invited him to the office and um, sure enough, I mean, he just, I mean, everybody just loved him. And my question was, well, can this guy fight? Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, you so always... you punched him? Um, I punched him. I missed him because he was missed, so fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, and uh, so, yeah, we, we tested him and he passed with flying colors. And here we are. I mean, he's so now... He's an amazing boxer. He is. He is. He's got a great personality, charming, yeah. mm-hmm. he is. handsome, right. young. Yeah. Did he remind you of anyone? Um, Obviously, I, I, Klitschko, brother. What's, what's, that, what's, that, what's that one movie with Will Smith and his... And, 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 Face uh, off? No, 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 no. Gemini Man. Gemini oh, Man. Yeah, face off. Yeah, face off. Like, what what yeah. you don't know is that Ryan Garcia and Oscar De La Hoya have switched faces. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. Very odd. It's edition. crazy. I was like, whoa. Reminds me of me. And yeah. you know, yeah, it's pretty it's it's pretty crazy. And and he can fight. That's that's like the important thing. Like, so a lot of questions are out there, like, well, can he win a world title? Is he good enough? Da da da. He has all this hype and people love him. Uh and can he fight? Well, and, it's difficult to know considering he can't get out of the first round without knocking someone out. I know, out. exactly. And we keep <laughs> testing him. I fought him uh on the uh, Canelo Alvarez card in Vegas mm-hmm. uh, as the co main event. And I put him in against this really tough, tough kid and he was supposed to go like ten rounds. Knocks him out in like fifty seconds. I'm like, Jesus, now we have like an hour to kill. You know, like, <laughs> you know, like, that's just ruined my night. By the way, that's why he's so I mean, he's obviously uh he's a thirst trap himself. But mm-hmm. on Instagram it's great because you can see the whole fight in one post. Yeah, it's that's like, pretty sweet. Yeah. They post the first and also he's so quick. Right, and has, I don't know if it's a, that. Yeah, I don't, the flash. They call him the flash. I don't know yeah. if it's that I don't know enough about his weight class, but the speed in which he punches, right. I've never seen no. anything like he, it. He is, he is fast. Though. He reminds me of me. I mean, you won basically. a gold medal right out of high school, didn't you? I did. I in did. Barcelona, like, right? Literally right out of high school. What's yeah. the difference between you and Ryan and all other fighters that are good? At a young yeah. age. How do you, how, um, well, what's the, how, yeah. why are you successful? Um, and why is he successful? The gold medal. I mean, yeah, the gold medal did it for me. It, that it gave was, you the confidence? Yeah. I mean, well, because, see, back then, um, when linear TV was like king, I guess, you know, right. now it's all streaming services yeah. and, you know, the digital platform. Um, I mean, I was on NBC like every night. I yeah. was, I was like on prime time. And, and so, and then my story. With my mother, she passed from breast cancer, and so I was doing it for her. Mm-hmm. And I was the only one who won the gold. So on the American team, and so that that was like huge news that worldwide. Launched, yeah, launched you. it was like the that global yeah. platform that everybody's like always wanting. 
So now, did it's, you know going into that fight that you were going to win, or were you just no, a kid, no, just like I'm going to no. try my best? But I'm going to try, and I had all this pressure because the story leading up to it was mm. like to do it for my mother, and so imagine the pressure. I mean, I yeah. was only 18 years old, wow. um, and so uh, when I fought for the gold medal, I fought this German kid, right? Yeah. And he was the only kid that I lost to um, in the last, like, 10 years. So he had beaten me, like, uh, two months prior to fighting in the Olympic Games. Oh. So I was facing him, and you can imagine the nerves. Yeah, yeah it was, it was, it was, yeah, I was petrified, obviously. Do you yeah. feel it because of your experience, obviously, with that kind of pressure, and now you kind of have a kid who has the same sort of, like, yeah. golden boy era vibe? Right. Like, is your advice very helpful in that way to him? Yeah, yeah. I, I actually love giving him advice because um, he's, he's kind of living what I've been through. Yeah. Sort of speak, you know? Does he listen or does he go, yeah, yeah? No, he does. He's, he's a good kid. He's a, he's a good kid, and um, and he has he has a bright future, man. I I really can't wait to to see him just blossom and become world champion, and and hopefully he can pass. I mean, all records that I broke or whatever, you know. That doesn't bother you. No, you, wanna, you don't want to hold I, records. I want him to be like you know successful, and I want him to grow and be. But the can best he be he... successful just below where you were? <laughs> like, yeah, right like, like don't win ten world titles, <laughs> yeah. just win nine. Nine, even nine, nine and a half. That's still That's great. Possible, yeah. That's yeah. still great. Why not? It'll it'll be amazing. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, especially as a California kid, and yeah. so yeah. I would love to see him succeed. How did you pick uh, Valentine's Day? Because because of his yeah because of his looks because of his you know because women love him mm -hmm. i mean they they adore him they yeah. really do he's so charming you mm -hmm. know so i thought it was a perfect fit he looks like a youtube star yeah like, he does he hey does. guys link and subscribe at the bottom or whatever. like that's <laughs> yeah. what so right. uh, tell people what the zone is so that's where you can see this fight right, right? you can see it it's a new it's a new uh, digital platform the zone excellent um, we need another one yeah exactly <laughs> it's kind of like it's kind of like the netflix for sports okay um, you have the biggest fights um on the zone now like you can watch like triple g canelo Anthony Joshua versus uh, yeah. uh, Andy Ruiz, Ruiz which, which was like be, a yeah. huge upset like last year. They're gonna have a rematch, I'm um, sure too soon. Yeah, so so you yeah you can watch the best fights uh, uh, all year, and it's uh, you subscribe for like pennies on the dollar. And where do you get it? Pretty cool. Uh, it's just you, it's like an app. It's like an app. Yeah. So just so you know, that's how they pronounce it. Quickly, boxing has been in a weird state. Obviously, people uh -uh. like Ryan showing progress. Right. What are we going to do about these YouTube kids? Uh, basically, yeah. Logan Paul and KSI <laughs> and all these things. There are kids who have decided to become boxers, train decently well, yeah. and seem to be kind of bringing boxing back. But at the same time, it's not the sport. It's it's a little yeah. different. Yeah, no, it's different. It's it's. Uh, I mean, look, um, it, it's it's it creates, I guess, um, attention mm -hmm. to, yeah. to 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 boxing, but. It's not. It's not like my cup of tea. You right. Know? Mm -hmm. um, I, yeah. Look, if they want to do it, fine. That's fine. I mean, they want to beat their brains in. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> and, and, get, and get paid for you it. No I mean, why not? Oh, they're not working with a lot to start, Oscar. So. Yeah. No. Um, but but yeah, I guess they're creating attention for the sport, which yeah. I mean, which is fine for me as a promoter. Sure. I I don't mind it, but um, you're not yeah, looking to promote but I love, those guys. No, no. Yeah. I, I love the real deal. I, I love I love fighters when they like you know they were born to do this. You know. And it, that's Ryan, cool. man. And that's Ryan Garcia. Ryan. Exactly. Gonna be fighting this Friday night um, at Honda Center, and you can buy tickets at Ticketmaster.com for twenty five bucks. That's yeah. it. That's, that's it. it. Yeah. And it's crazy because it's like we're gonna have a sellout. I mean, we'll he'll he'll fill in like eighteen thousand seats. It's, yeah, it's crazy. And so I hopefully if he wins, I have him scheduled at the Staples Center um, sometime in July. Great. So there's a plan for him. Hopefully he can you know continue and win, and uh, hopefully we'll see a, a future world champion. I would love to see Very it. Very exciting. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. Thanks, man. Thank Always. you, Oscar. Appreciate it. 
This is Kevin in the Morning with Ali and Jensen. LANOC's Alternative Rock. Uh, you can leave us a message 24 hours a day, 323-520-AFRO. Any topic is fine. Knock, knock. Who's there? Sam. Sam who? I, Sam, you on the phone later. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, that's one. Okay. I, oh, there, um, there's not more. Multiple. Hold up. Knock, knock. Who's there? You need, you need who? You need me such a beautiful scarf. Unit. Right. Unit me. Mm-hmm. Mm, boy, yeah. oh boy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another? Uh, sure. Knock, knock. Who's there? Andrew, Andrew who? Andrew on the wall. And boy, is she in trouble. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> Does he, you think he understands even the basis of that joke? He doesn't know the concept. Because he ends it with knock, knock, who's there? And then he hangs up. Yeah. Yeah. He's the best. That's what we're saying. Uh, yes. Hey, guys. Podcast listener here, so I wasn't able to call in when you had the earliest memory segment, but I heard it, and I had to call because I was born in 1988. I grew up listening to the show, and my older brother is nine years older than me. So one of my earliest memories is my mom driving him to school and I'm sitting in the back seat. They're in the front seat talking about the Kevin and Bean were lying scandal. I don't know that we need to bring that back up. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, the Mark hear, and Brian Mark did. Mark and Brian did it, yeah. With the Colin and Confession Crimes. That is literally one of my first memories ever <laughs> was listening to them talk about you guys. And I had no clue who they were talking about, but I really, really remember that. Gene Baxter and Kevin Ryder were lying. I mean, that was said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that happened. That was a thing. Well, since she doesn't remember, it was Mark and Brian. Yeah, it was Mark and Brian. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Hey, I'm in class right now, and my teacher keeps talking about Earthquake Jaime, and I flipped, and I said, you mean Heimer? <laughs> <laughs> Is it Heimer? <laughs> That's the lives. thing where we're yeah, yeah. ruining people's lives. <laughs> yep. Okay, so uh, I'm listening to the podcast, and you guys are talking about sad movies, and... You guys played the Lion King part, and I'm literally crying on my way to work. So I hate you guys. I love you guys, but I hate you so much right now. Hearing little Simba be so upset. <laughs> so thanks. Good morning. <laughs> oh, sweetie. We wrecked her. Oh. <laughs> That's not what we want. My name's Cameron Cates, and I'm in Ontario. And I think I have a, a new jingle for you guys here. Kevin in the mornings, Kevin in the evenings, Kevin at supper time. Mm. With Kevin in the mornings with Allie and Jensen, you could eat Kevin anytime. Mm. What? Ew. Never mind. That doesn't work. Sorry, guys. You <laughs> tried. Yes, it's a good effort, though. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, guys. This is Grace. I'm sitting here with my eight-year-old daughter, and she thought of a jingle. Here you go. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen. She's a big fan of the show. We love you guys. How cute is her little voice? Very sweet. I think we might have used that. Very sweet. Mm -hmm. Do you like penis colada? Ali, know what I'm saying? (laughs) Was he peeing at the same time, by (laughs) the way? I'm not positive. I'm not sure about that. He also gave you your horse. He did. Trot. Thank you, sir. (laughs) Ali also uh, had her brain leaking out her nose, Mm -hmm. which was odd. Hey, Ali. I wouldn't mind sucking on those sugary juices coming out of your body. Mm. Hell yeah. Oh. I mean. That's not what you want. That's not do we, great. Do we have to report that? It's it's concerning. At least he didn't call back. That's good. Hey, good morning, guys. Talking about roadkill. Hey, Ellie. 
I'd hit it and eat it. Mm. <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ends everything with hell yeah. Hey, guys. Don't you think it's ironic that uh, Allie can't pronounce the word amphitheater? But if she wanted to, she could pronounce the word moist. Sir, how dare <laughs> you? She does hate that word. She recoils when she hears that uh. word. Hey, Jensen, I just wanted to say I love the new energy you're bringing. This, like, extreme eat-it-or-beat-it anger that, that you have is wonderful. I am sad that you're going to die of a massive coronary, <laughs> like, in the near future on the radio. But I'm also looking forward to it because that energy is amazing. Keep it up. Thank you. Is that a compliment? I feel like it was backhanded I and think? sarcastic, but sure. Hey, yo, Jensen, just because you're married to the thing, it doesn't mean you get street cred. This doesn't give you street cred. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I, I regret I regret bringing that drop to the table. Hey, so, Kevin, you like Crocs. Just a thought. You guys should do some little cross advertising. Just saying, great name for your line of Crocs. K-Rocks. Just saying. Oh. That man's in marketing. Nice. I mean, it makes sense. Well done. And yet I got in trouble with my kids, so. Oh, true. I promised them I wouldn't work from outside. No, Kevin's got that apple bottom jeans, Crocs with the fur, with the fur, the whole station looking at her. Oh, he hit the flow. Next thing you know, Kevin got low, 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 low. This is Hulk Hogan, by the way. <laughs> Bringing back an oldie but goodie. Three two three five two zero A F R O. Twenty four hours a day. Kevin in the morning with Allie and Jensen on K Rock. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Allie. What's happening? Hey, guys. So Adam Sandler, and really anything from Uncut Gems, was pretty much left out of the Oscars. Unfair, Which a lot of people were really upset by because Mm -hmm. it was a great movie. Yes. Well, don't you worry, because Adam Sandler jokingly hit back at the Oscars this weekend when he won the Film Independent Spirit Award for Best Male Lead on Saturday. And he celebrated with a a very Adam Sandler-esque speech. You know, a few weeks back when I was quote-unquote snubbed by the Academy, it reminded me when I briefly attended high school and was overlooked for the coveted yearbook superlative category best looking. (laughs) That accolade was given to a jean jacket wearing feather-haired douchebag by the name of Skipper Jenkins. (laughs) But my classmates did honor me with the allegedly less prestigious designation of 
this personality. <laughs> and tonight, as I look around this room, I realize the Independent Spirit Awards are the best personality awards of Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> let all those feather-haired douchebag motherfuckers get their Oscars tomorrow night. Their handsome good looks will fade in time. <laughs> While our independent personalities will shine on forever. <laughs> That's a good speech. The audience was, go- it was like a sporting event, like standing up, That's cheering. That's a great speech. It was amazing. And him going into the Cajun man voice. Amazing. Is, he's so funny. He uh, he had a great time. So did the Safdie brothers in their acceptance speech. It was just, that is one of the most fun when, award ceremonies. When was that, Saturday? Saturday mm-hmm. afternoon-ish, yeah. That's a the, the coveted Saturday afternoon slot. Yeah. Well, it's like you're in town. Come why? on over to this. Why it's near the beach. That? It's every star, though. It's, yeah, they get everyone. They get everyone at this. Hmm. It's a blast. It was very fun to watch. <sighs> Kevin, I've got a friends update. Please. Is there a reunion? So Matthew Perry finally joined Instagram. We've talked about it. Mm-hmm. He was an instant hit. He gained 4.4 million followers in a single day. 4.4 million followers. Those of you slaving away at Instagram. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> to get that extra 10 he, people to get to 1,000. Yes, he yeah. didn't even do anything yet, right? No. He, two uh, pictures. Yeah. Two, two pictures. One is a video of him, and it says, this is how thrilled I am to be on Instagram. So here we go. That was three days ago. Okay. Then two days ago, it's him with some plastic-looking puppet thing, and it says, think I got a shot with her? I mean, the comedy. Wow. Comedy. How does he do it? I don't know how he does it. Also, um, 11 mutual friends um, that my friends are following him. So You have 11 mutual friends? Yeah. Uh, one works here at K-Rock. Mm-hmm. Do you need to cut him out? Shift after us. We mm-hmm. might need to cut her out of our lives. Okay. My cousin Katie. I mean, what are you doing, Katie? What are you doing, cousin Katie? Right. Does this mean the reunion is on? Obviously. Right. Obviously. That's but true. it's not a reunion. It's, it's just a hangout. Just a hangout. Hey, you guys remember when we did Friends? Hour. Yeah. It's a director's wasn't commentary. That, wasn't that fun? Yeah. Yeah. That's essentially like it is. Joke, that's essentially what They're it's gonna, gonna be. They're gonna show clips and then they'll talk about yeah. the clips. It's gonna and be awful. And they're gonna get paid about four million dollars each for that. Remember that time we were at that coffee shop? Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's yeah. gonna be. By the way, right? I guarantee you that's the set they do it in. I mean, it's not even yeah, a question. Oh, they've right? gotta be at Central Park. Have to do it in Central Park. Yeah. I feel like they also have to visit their apartments though. Like, don't, like, do a walk. Let's not get crazy. Absolutely. Man, that's a lot of work I wonder if they have enough money. (laughs) I think they can do it. Hey, Phoebe, remember when you used to sing Smelly Cat? And then she'll pull out a guitar and be like, remember. Oh, that's three million more. That's three million more. Just Just to get her to sing. Oh, yeah. Okay. She's just showing up and talking right now. You're probably right. You're all getting what you deserve. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, good for them. That's all I'm saying. So the California Lottery uh, thought that gifting the audience of Ellen's generous talk show... $212,500 worth of scratcher tickets was a fun way to drum up publicity. It was during her 12 days of giveaways holiday promos. Mm -hmm. So everybody in the audience got 72 scratcher tickets. It's a face value of $500 per packet. So, I mean, $212,500 of lottery tickets that you gave away is kind of a problem. Because a lot of people reported that. They saw the show and they're like, um, hello, that money goes back to education. (laughs) What are you doing giving these all to random people in Ellen's audience? 
So, State Senator Ling Ling Chang, who's a Republican, has asked an auditor to look into the giveaway after a whistleblower's concerns, you guys. In 1984, California voters approved the lottery with the stipulation that 34% of sales revenue would go towards education. So... So it does seem like perhaps they missed that 212000 mm-hmm. seems like maybe you could have just given a couple. couple Too late. Couple. Trolls are in motion. Um, do you think they could have gotten away by just being like, yeah, we paid a donation to the school? I mean, they, they yeah, obviously they didn't, but that seems like the easiest yeah. answer. Simple. Yeah. As they were writing the check right then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we totally did that. We totally Absolutely. did it. Absolutely. Yeah. It'll, it'll cash in three days, but we totally did it ahead of time, you guys. Uh, this is... The greatest news to come out of Netflix possibly ever. Hmm. All right. And I'm a huge Netflix fan. Yeah. They've heard the cries of the people. They have finally stopped autoplay on previews for stuff you scroll over, you guys. Yay! The brand tweeted, some people find this feature helpful. Others, not so much. We've heard the feedback loud and clear. Members can now control whether or not they see autoplay previews on Netflix. Is that a big problem? It was it's annoying. so annoying. It didn't it's bother very me. Annoying. Oh, it annoyed. It only happens if you stay on. If your mouse is over one of them but for, for a little like, bit, oh, right? No. Like a second. For like half a second. Yeah. All just, of a sudden, it's showing you a trailer. As long as it's the one you've stopped on, basically. Yeah. So if you're scrolling and you stop for half a second to see something, it's like the oh, Great American oh, Bake Off. It's just like screaming. Yeah. It's insane. I'm not stopping on the Great American Bake Off. Well, I mean, I accidentally. For the record, it's such I mean, a good show. Well, folks, it is official. The streaming wars have begun. Thank All right. You. Thanks for that update. Yeah. Uh, I am happy this has stopped. Yeah. So you can just go and go to your profile and then All right. disconnect the autoplay. I'm not against it. Disconnect. Someone loves getting autoplay. Yeah. What's up with you and autoplay? Someone just Kevin? loves hearing things he hasn't asked for. Sounds real creepy. I don't know. Some birthdays for you. Laura Dern, Elizabeth Banks, Emma Roberts, Vic Fuentes. So much information and man. Not Victor Fuentes. Oh. It's Vic Fuentes Different from guy. Pierce the Veil. No. Also, Uzu, Uzo, Aduba. Hmm? Why did I say Uzu? Uzo, Aduba, Stephanie Beatrice, and Emma Roberts. And that's what's happening. The bad boy of the Oscars. Ray Romano <laughs> next. KROQ-FM. It's Kevin in the morning. The world famous <laughs> K-Rock. Listen, I, all joking aside, I do want to say I saw firsthand how talented hair and makeup people are. And the Irishman they would transform us every day. I would just sit there and be amazed. Mm-hmm. And then Pesci would come in and say, Get the f*** out of my chair, Deborah." Uh, I, I think they're going to believe that. Not everything is Netflix, Ray. Sorry. Yeah. The bad boy of the Oscars, you guys. The bad boy. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, no, oh, he's, he's there. there. He's there. He's there. Oh. What if he hung up to well, be a real bad boy? <laughs> hey, Ray Romano. Hey, effer. <laughs> now, did Dave warn you before you came on that you can't be all willy-nilly cussing? <laughs> yeah, but they warned me at the Oscars, too. Listen, oh, unpredictable Ray Romano. We want to know the thought process that went into finally saying that word, because you oh, would only do that if you thought it was the funniest punchline, right? Well, the thought process was about a week of stress and anxiety and driving my wife crazy, mm-hmm. um, because that's how I do anything anyway. But it was, uh, it was just, uh, I, I was so happy when it was over. Uh, because you didn't know how it was going to be received? Well, yeah. Well, first of all, they gave us, you know, they gave us some copy. First of all, when I found out I'm presenting, I, you know, that was nerve-wracking. And then they gave, I knew, and it was like kind of 
a good great thing, but then I knew this is a this is a week and a half of work right now <laughs> because I'm going to have to be funny, do say something funny, and they're going to write stuff and it's okay, but it's not you know. Um, and they wrote stuff and I just said okay, I got to come up with something and and then I email all my my guys, my boys, and I'm like help me and. One of my one of my ex writer friends came up with the idea of. Dude, uh, you can't right. say great right from Montana. What the hell was that? Oh, that was for real. That was for real. Yeah, we know. What's wrong with you? Ray Romano works blue. No one can stop him. <laughs> no, but I, oh, He's the God. same kid as the We got a delay. We're good. All right, all right. Okay. I was, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I was at the Madonna party last night. No, I wasn't. I was at the Vanity Fair. Uh, but. Um, <laughs> but they came up with it. Can't a, control this man. Yeah. Vanity Fair. He wants everyone to know that. I love you, Ray. Uh, no, I wish I was at the Madonna. I would have. I would have bragged about that. Um, but um, yeah. So then I had to f- work it in, and and I said, oh, that's that's kind of funny. Um, I called Joe Pesci, and I I told him about it because I know him from my golf course. I said I want to get a clearance first from Joe. Um, and I did that, and then um, we, I had to work the opening bit, and I mean, it was to the point where, like, I don't know if, how much you remember about the bit, but she comes out and says that line about hair and makeup being so important to yes. film. Yes, yes. Uh, case in point, and, and she goes, I'm 87 years old, and I had written at 87 years old, and she changed it to 92, mm-hmm. and I was obsessing over that. No, <laughs> you weren't. 87 yes, is funny, Because 92 Ray. is first of all 90. You know, if you make it too old, mm-hmm. like if you say, uh, case in point, I'm going to exaggerate. I'm 200 years old. Right. It's not funny. Not it's funny. Like, it's, it's goofy. And then if you you know you can't make it too young, you can't say I'm 61 years old. So what's the number? And and I thought 87 was right on the line. And some reason, 92 felt you'd taken a little bit away from it. And you were upset about her changing it five years. Yes, and also 87 has an extra syllable yep. to it. Um, has more meat on it, you know. Yep. And, and right, I, I didn't want to, you know, I mean, I love, she's, she's lovely. Of course. And she was very good. Uh, but I didn't want to get in her head. But as we were standing in the stage there, ready to go, I said, I got to give it one try. And I threw 87 at her again. She had 92 written on the on Oh, the really? Yeah. And I, I go, I think it's a little funny. <laughs> and, and she, I couldn't tell, you know, if she was going to do it or not. And she, was, she, so she said it a couple times. She goes, I go, yeah, we'll feel it out, feel it out. <laughs> and, As they're walking on stage. Yeah, and she did 87. And then it was, who, what name do I say? Because I'm supposed to say, and I'm, I said, and I'm Charlize Theron. Yes. First of all. The, the original one we had was Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. and I'm Margot Robbie, and that just has a some funny sound to it. But then Margot Robbie was up for an award before us, so I said, "Oh, we were already going to have heard the this word." This is the Margot kind of Robbie. torture that Ray goes through for a eight-second bit. I'm telling you, it's you know I've I've presented before on the Emmys and whatever, and I it's it's a it's like hours of work, a hundred hours of work, um, and. And this is the Oscars, you know. Right. But Margot Robbie, they so anyway, the name was came up before, so I went, Gail Gadot. That's a funny sound, and she's in the audience. And then I, I thought, Gail Gadot, I'll, I'll pronounce it wrong, yeah. Gail Gadot. And then people were telling me, no, it's blah, blah, blah. And then Charlize Theron. And by the way, you can pronounce Charlize Theron. It's Theron, not Theron. Um, and I thought, 
Well, you know, because she, she did go through a transformation in in uh, Bombshell, you know. She right. made her look like mm-hmm. Megyn Kelly, so it would kind of be funny. And, uh, it, it was, was funny. So they cut to, they cut to her. It was it funny. sounds like torture. It does, yeah. And then the, yes, and then the F-bomb, you know, originally we, we wrote it as... <laughs> Get your ass out of my chair because mm-hmm. that's how the, the academy wouldn't allow us to right, say that mm-hmm. So that's what was on the prompter, and and she had those lines after. You know, this is not every. This is not Netflix. Not this is not Netflix, Netflix yeah. right? And that doesn't work if I say, "Get your ass out of my chair." Yeah, you can and say And so that. she said. So we had. The, she goes, "Are you going to say?" It? And I go, "I'm going to call, feel it out." You know, and so you didn't goes, even okay, know you when you walked out there. You didn't know you were going to say it. No, because I figured if the first line didn't get a laugh, if me saying I'm, I'm Charlotte Theron didn't get a laugh, you then, I, then I shouldn't push it and say, then I'm trying too hard with the F-bomb. And, uh, <laughs> so the first line got a laugh, and um, I said, all right, let's do it. Um, <laughs> by the way, do you know in Australia they don't, they don't bleep it? Like someone sent me... Oh, yeah. The Someone footage. sent me the clip from Australia because mm-hmm. they don't bleep in Australia, so it, it got out there in Australia. I, times. I was going to ask you if you've seen it because Sandra O's reaction is—it's amazing. It's so yeah. good, Ray. Oh yeah, no, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. Why? It, it looks. Did she look startled? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Of course. Well, that's that's how good an actress she is. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, Ray, uh, what, ha- what happens when you go backstage? Like, what, do people? Uh, do you get yeah, reprimanded? Well, I was all over that. I called. By the way, I called my agent and I called my publicist and I go, "You sure?" And they go, "Yeah, I don't, they'll believe it." And I go, "What about backstage after? Mm-hmm. Is is someone going to grab me by the collar and throw <laughs> you out? And, the FCC? Am I going to get somebody fired? You know?" And and uh, no, they were you know they're so busy. They're so I'm over there and they're they're, they're ushering Elton John somewhere, sure. you know, or whatever. They don't even, no one even kind of heard it probably at that moment because they're so busy doing everything else. Well, Ray, but, I'd like to say that it, you putting that much work into it, I wish everyone did. Same. I wish everybody <laughs> that came out there put that much work a, into a it. Because award show patter is disgusting. Yes. Well, but everyone, yeah. you know, when they get uh, 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 an actor to present, you know, comedy isn't what they made their living on. And and they just do what they do what's written out yeah. there. But look at, like I saw Kristen Wiig backstage. And uh, uh, afterwards, and we talked about it. And, you know, her and, um, I don't know how much you saw of Maya Rudolph, Maya yeah. Rudolph, yeah. Yeah, they did a whole bit. Yeah. And, and and they had to come up with that, and they had to plan that and figure it out because, you know, they're, they're comedians. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, they it's it's what they do. So they've, but, but a, 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 a dramatic actor, you know, he doesn't have time to spend a week on it like I'm doing now. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> Ray, Ray, I know you're not on social media, so I know you wouldn't know about this, but on on Twitter last night, you like blew up the social media app. People were very into you. You've become a bit of a sex symbol. Yeah, there was. Do you do you Ray know this? Romano do you know thirst. this is a thing? You're a thirst trap. I saw my kids sent me one that says, uh, uh, from Vulture that says. Uh, Shocked the Oscars with his hotness yes. and his f bomb. So I a... sent them a picture of me from a couple of days ago. Like, I guess they didn't see this picture. You know, me in my underwear, <laughs> with my little gut sticking out. Ray, I got, I've got to read this one to you. Uh, this yeah. is a man named Chase Mitchell who said, "Funny story about Ray Romano. I worked with him on a bit at the Tonight Show like five years ago. He showed up in a leather jacket, and every single woman on staff was like, God damn." I guess I'd do Ray Romano. What and, the heck? But then, <laughs> the Ray, heck there's a response from someone you know 
And we know a friend of the show who you worked on a movie called The Big Sick with. And she yeah. wrote, while we were filming The Big Sick, I would take photos of the monitors every time Romano looked hot. I have a lot of photos. I'm only... Oh, wait, is that... Is that uh... Kumail's wife? It's yeah, Emily. Emily. And yeah, she Emily? said, I'm oh. only saying this because he's not on social media. <laughs> Let me tell you what this is. Let me tell you what this is. Yeah. This is the goofy guy who for a split second doesn't look as goofy. That's all it is. Right. Yeah, I'm, no, but nobody's listen, saying you that can't, about... Listen, you can't fight the heat. Yeah. Now, you can't yeah. contain your hotness, right? Let me tell you something. Last night when, when Jake Gyllenhaal was talking to my wife, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it was like I didn't exist. Of course. You know? Yeah, I, I, people would come by and say hello to me, and I would say, listen, I'd introduce you to my wife, but as of now, no one else is in the room except her and Jake Gyllenhaal, you know? Well, no. listen, we're just, just saying being that, humble. we're just saying that you're incredibly hot. That's yeah. our yeah. point. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If you saw me now, I'm, I'm pasting in my baggy underwear right now nope. in my closet. Well, nope. trap right by the way, I almost didn't, I, I, I was telling the before, day before, I was at the Oscars, and uh, I mean, um, I, guess I was at Pebble Beach Pro-Am. Yeah. You know, this is the week of the Pebble Beach Pro Am, and I, I don't know how much you know about it. But you must if you have not made the cut. Yeah, yeah. If you make the cut, you play on Sunday, right? And and th- this is the biggest week of my life for the Pebble Beach. I I wait for it all year, and I, my wife, you know, is so excited. She's going to ask Oscars. She got the dress. She got everything. She goes, "If you make the cut, you cannot play on Sunday." And I Does said, she, "Has she met you?" I that's what I said. You, you that's. That goes against everything I live for, and, <laughs> and she had the whammy on me, and you know I would have I would have had to Wait, play the last on. round in my tux and then jump on the plane. But um, you're saying you didn't make the cut because she had a whammy on you? Well, that's part part of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> part of I suck too, it does, but um, but she was rooting against me. Well. She would text my kids every like uh, hour. She goes, "How's dad doing?" He's behind pace, and she'd give like a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> Did she know you were going to be the bad boy of the Oscars? I know now. Oh my God! You think I wasn't obsessing all week about it? You know, she, yeah, she was trying to get her shoes and, her, and the glam squad over. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Well, congrats, right. Ray Romano. Ray, what a you're night. the best. Thank you for calling. We appreciate it, and thanks for using the F word on our air as well. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get it's in my. I may be the guy now. That may be my thing. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're like Dice you have, Clay now. You have to say it everywhere you go. <laughs> oh God! All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you, Ray. Bye. Bye. Bye now. All right, man, bye. Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. Kevin in the morning. With Allie and Jensen. K Rock. Allie, what do you got for us? If well, you have a problem. Uh, there is a a, um, a dating app that you're not supposed to talk about. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that is supposed supposedly for um. This is Raya. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, Kevin and I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. We can't get kicked off. We're not on it. Okay. Uh, yeah, Raya, it's like a, a kind of a Soho house dating app. You're supposed to be a certain level of celebrity or, you know, it's a, it's a very much a uh, velvet rope. Yeah, you're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah. You can't take screenshots of anyone that's on it or you will be kicked off of the app. Wow. Um, it's just, it's very, it's, it's supposed to be elite. Okay. So when I was scrolling through and I saw um, a friend's fiance on it mm. like four months ago I thought oh okay well he just didn't delete it no big deal didn't think about it again right but quick question it is a pay for app correct yes so and, even but if you, you can think... pay like six months in advance okay so you're, you're being very kind here. I'm being very kind <laughs> you would see it on point. his bill is what we're at saying. this okay. point Fair. yes but again a lot of apps just they do the auto pay so you don't think Maybe. about it type okay. of thing so but who doesn't look at that 
These oh, are all you know good I mean? questions. Good, and also, if you get in a relationship, one of the first things I think most people think about is get off the apps. But okay, you would think, yeah. Just some, so, just so you know, I'm, I'm just looking up online here. 28 famous people on Raya from Nylon Magazine: Cara Delevingne, Ruby Rose. Uh, ben it Affleck, ben was Affleck just says on it, John supposedly. Mayer used to but be on it. But you're not supposed to talk about. I'm allowed. Listen, it. I'm saying it's a newspaper. It's an article. So okay. okay. So here's the thing. So last week, scrolling through again, and I see him again, mm-hmm. and I thought well, that's not the picture he used for the front picture mm. as oh. last time. He so that it? means he's updating it, which means he's on this app. This, granted, this is not a good friend of mine. It's a friend. Okay. Do I tell her? Wait, are you friends with the girl or the guy? The girl. The girl. Do I tell her, hey, your uh, your dude's on this dating app, this and uh, mm-hmm. not sure why he's updating his profile pic and his song, but he is. And that's, you have a song? That's Yeah, you get to pick a song. <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. That, the song is why I blame uh, that I'm not landing a lot of dates. Oh, what, yeah. is, what is your pick? song? Smash Mouth All-Star? I picked Misbehaving from the Righteous Gemstones. <laughs> that's cool. Running through the house with the pickle in my mouth. <laughs> I mean, that's a good song for you. <laughs> that's good. It's great. That's a great song. They know yeah. what they're in for. Yep. But I think when people click on the songs, it's they're like, she loves Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know if I love Jesus as much as her. But then you listen to the song, it's just comedy. Anywho, not the point. The point is... Dude is trying to get dates on a dating app, and he's engaged to someone I know. Hmm. And your question is? Do I say something? She's not, again, she's not a good friend. If it was a good friend, more of an acquaintance. Okay. Someone I, I used to... How, how com- it doesn't matter. How commonly, don't ruin... Yeah, you're almost oh just God. out of the person on the radio. Wow. What, 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 how often do you see this person? Oh, I haven't seen this person in a couple years. Oh. Yeah. A couple years. Yeah. All right. That. By the way, these are questions I'm asking yes. to mold my opinion. Uh, have you hung out with them together? No, I had never met him. And the only reason I knew that they were together... You don't don't know them as a couple? No. Okay. No, not at all. Could they be... uh, Have an open relationship? Question. Again, don't Don't know. know. Could they be broken up now? No. Okay. Because I went to her Instagram and there's (laughs) pictures of them on vacation together. Holding each other saying we're definitely not broken up. We are so together. (laughs) I just hope he's not on a dating app. Which I thought that was such a weird thing to write. Okay. Um... (laughs) Huh, I'm really shaping this up. Yeah. Now, a question. If you saw this person, well, any in any case, if you mm-hmm. saw someone that was dating someone that was your friend and you saw them out in public in real life at a restaurant and it looked cozy, would you say something? Yes. If, would... it was a, if it was a good friend, absolutely. Okay, but she's not a... Oh, no. If it, if it was this guy with the girl? Real life, yeah. No. Okay. You wouldn't. Okay. No. Hmm. So I'm, I'm leaning stay towards, I'm leaning stay towards staying out of it. I think you want to find any way to stay out of that. Yeah. But I also can. would... Okay. Oh, you no. also would what? Oh, no. Okay, do you have a friend who's closer to her? Thought about that, too. Because oh, I would hit the text. Nice. Yeah. Hit the text and go, hey, quick question. Are they still together or but do see, they... See, then that's drama I don't even want to get into with Correct. that person. I just, I feel like I stay completely out of this, pretend I never even saw it, because... She's not a good friend, right. a good enough friend for me. I'm sad to for her. To wade into the middle yeah, of that. Yeah, I'm sad for her if he is doing this, but... What's her name? <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> Just say that. And once, and once she catches him, then you're able to call her and be like, I knew, knew but I didn't say anything. No, <laughs> no way. why would she no do that? Way. I knew the whole time. I could have saved you everything. I'm just an a-hole. Could have saved your life, the wedding, the cost, family flying out. Okay, so I'm doing I'm doing the right thing by not doing anything. I mean, you define I right thing. You're right. It just I mean, feels bad. It's, it does feel it. bad. It There's does. no win. I hope yes. one day she tweets like, I wish someone would have told me before I got into this garbage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
It's Kevin in the morning on K Rock. Kevin in the morning. Kevin, the world famous K Rock. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now we have Matt Bellin joining us in studio again, like we do after every Oscars. Mm -hmm. Welcome, Matt. Good morning. How were your Oscars last night? Uh, they were actually really fun. For me, I don't I don't necessarily care who wins. I just want there to be fun surprises. And, and did it seem like that in the house? Oh, absolutely. No one thought that Parasite would have the night that it did. I mean, that's incredible. It's just this you know small Korean film that came out of nowhere, and by the end of award season, it's picking up Best Picture. Yeah. Amazing. Seems like that director... Bong, Bong Joon-ho, Joon yes. Mm -hmm. She just wanted to go home. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he didn't think this would happen, and... He has been the star of award season. Uh, he, you know, he is hilarious. Was and... it too much for him, do you think? No, I think Not he... Not really? No. He, he is charismatic. He's he's a star in his own right. In his country, he's a gigantic star. Sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, just for him to have that platform to get up there over and over and over, I think he was just having fun with it. Yeah. Everybody that has talked about him, it, there's such reverence for him, from Edgar Wright mm. to... Um, Tarantino, and to see him give up some of his time to share the accolade with Scorsese and Tarantino spoke to who he is. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and he's actually pretty well known. If you looked at the activity online before the Oscars, mm -hmm. there was actually so much activity in social media and all these other places over that movie mm -hmm. because, first of all, it's a sort of cultish movie and it's a genre movie, but secondly, because of him. He right. has tons of fans yeah. and it was going nuts and and amazingly, it translated into Oscar votes. Were you yeah. surprised? It, yeah. I was a little bit. I mean, I, I, I wasn't that surprised because I actually picked... <laughs> him to win director in my office pool. Mm -hmm. Nice, um, Matt. <laughs> but, but I do think it was this, it was, once again, there was the old guard Oscar voters who loved 1917. Yeah. It's this very traditional World War One movie. And then there's this upstart group of Oscar voters that have been admitted over the past five or six years that gravitated towards the cool new kid, which is Parasite. Yeah. Uh, and it also seemed to trend his other movies online yesterday, too, on Twitter, which is exciting because he has great movies like The Host and Mother that are in his back catalog now. Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer is yeah. awesome. Like ones that people will watch now. They're worth seeing. Absolutely. Now, being there, what was the reaction like when all of a sudden Eminem appears and does a song? <laughs> I think. Uh, Did you know that was coming? Uh, no, there was a big surprise. Wow. They, they didn't tell anyone. I think, it, I, I mean, this guy sitting next to me was like, well, I like this song, but why? <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Every but a, the shots that they had in the room, everybody was singing along. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, digging it. I mean, it's a, it's the rare example of a movie that uh, a song that wins best song of the Oscars that's actually good and yeah. enduring and people still like. But yeah. why did he do it? I was in and out of. I don't know. I mean, he's got a new album. I don't know. He wants to get out there. And huh. I mean, the the reason they it seems like it's not very Eminem. He definitely does not do these things much. No, yeah. and, and famously, he did not show up for the year that he won. The year he won, yeah. right. So maybe this was an atonement or something like that. But the way the Academy explained it was they did this montage. They were celebrating you know, iconic music in movies. And then they said, who can we get? 
And Eminem came up, and everyone's like, I watch Eminem. Well, I, I wish it was a tart out here for a pimp. Uh, three, six, <laughs> that would have been great. My three, six mafia. Oscar winner ever. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it. It just seemed like such the perfect time for it, too, because it was kind of starting to drag a little bit. And then the energy just went right back up. Yeah, I mean, nobody in the room was like, I don't like this. They were, yeah. It was just sort of like, I, <laughs> what's happening I, in know, life? Why, why is this happening? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And especially compared to the Elton John song, which won, which was sort of a mediocre <gasps> Elton John song. How oh, dare you? That. I mean, I don't. I, I bet even Elton John would say this is <laughs> not, not one, his, of, his not one not. of his best songs. No. I, mean, I bet Bernie yeah. would say it too. Right. I can't exactly. believe we're finally winning for this. That was a career retrospective yeah, award, especially sure. in a pretty weak year for songs. Yeah. I mean, because Cynthia Erivo and the performances, she was the best by far in the mm. room. And she would have been EGOT. If she, she would won. have. I know. I know. Uh, that would have been great. Okay, I'll ask you off the air, but I just got so excited to ask you about The Outsider. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, oh we can, we'll talk about, we'll that, talk yes. about it off the air. <laughs> <laughs> what, did you go to any parties afterwards? Uh, I went to the Parasite Party, mm-hmm. and that was fun. I mean, because the Korean entertainment industry is all centered around this one company, CJ Entertainment, which produced Parasite, mm-hmm. is also super into the K-pop world. Mm-hmm. So there were K-pop performers. There was It was like a Korean coming out party at the Soho House. and uh, It everyone sounds was there. like that's the most fun place it, to be. Oh, it was great. There yeah. was, you know, there was karaoke, people were doing shots. Did you do karaoke? I did not. Did Come you do shots? Uh, I may have had a little okay. bit of Wait, a were shot, people yeah. trying, were people like scurrying to party with Bong? Well, he didn't show up there until Whoa. late. Okay. Because he has to do all the rounds and he has to Fanny show up at all the, yeah. yeah, exactly. So he didn't show up till super late, but everybody else from the movie was there and going nuts. So cool. So that fun. sounds like so much fun. It was fun. It's fun. I mean, listen, in the in the Oscar world, you come into contact with people who are super jaded, who have been doing this for 35 years, and then you come across people who are new to this world and are just so excited to be in it, yeah. and this is what it was like last night. Do they know what he's doing next? Uh, I don't think so. There is a there is actually a Snowpiercer TV show that that's he's like coming. an EP on, right? Yeah, I don't know how involved he is, but they this has been in the works a long time. Snowpiercer is one of his former movies, and TNT is doing a TV show based on that. And I'm assuming anyone in Hollywood, he could pick any person right now to work with. Oh. He's doing the Parasite series with uh, Adam yo, McKay. That is correct. But that's kind of another EP thing, right? Like I want to know what he's directing, what he's writing. Exactly, and and I mean this is the best advertisement. You're sitting there winning yeah. these awards in front of the top actors in Hollywood, and every single one of them is probably thinking, how do I work with this guy? Yeah, for good reason. Wow, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, you want to to put your hat in the ring? Yeah, I'd like to. (laughs) It sounds fun. I'd like to start acting. I just want people to see the movie. It's actually really good, and I know some people are averse to subtitles. I don't want to read at the movies. By the way, that was me, Yes, and I loved it. It was my favorite favorite movie of the year. I used to be like that, too, but this is the kind of movie where it really does reward, you know, that extra effort, and you got to see it. He was very funny by saying the one-inch barrier of what? How did you describe it? The yeah, one-inch yeah, barrier the, the of... The American barrier of one-inch reading yes. or whatever. Right. Yeah, very good. Uh, but I think more and more people, because of Netflix and more and more people are exposed to international shows and movies, I think that's coming down a little bit. That makes so. sense. Um, rank it. Among my top Oscars. Yeah, the Oscars. Well, nothing is ever going to be this be as good as the envelope mix-up Oscars. <laughs> oh, great. That was nothing, nothing will ever, I mean, <laughs> short of like... It should have won an Oscar. Yeah, yeah, short of like, you know, Steven Spielberg, like, you know, you know streaking or something yeah. like that. I mean, uh, night is young. The night is young, yeah. But... Yeah. But this was pretty good. I mean, it's, it's that's what we thought. Yeah, there were a lot of surprises. There were interesting speeches. Joaquin Phoenix, you know, I can't take uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, something about milk I, and my loves cow. cows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have I, that? The, the I don't know. Version? He he's bugging me a little. 
Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he has very successfully taken this award season and co-opted it for his own personal apology cause. tour. Yeah, an apology tour. <laughs> That's true, but also the animal rights stuff and vegan. I mean, the fact that all these award shows are now vegan is mm-hmm. directly because Listen, of him. Yeah, you have a captive audience to talk about something close to your heart. Yeah, I think that's great. Oh, okay. We go into the natural world and we plunder it for its resources. We feel entitled to artificially inseminate a cow and when she gives birth we steal her baby even though her cries of anguish are unmistakable and then we take her milk that's intended for a calf and we put it in our coffee and our cereal. I mean, I was pouring cereal right then. I was like, what? Because it sounds like a family guy sketch. I gotta be honest, like, if someone else said that, maybe it would be okay, but for me, it bugs. Yeah, I think a lot of cries of anguish were coming from the Oscar viewers that yeah. night when they were like, oh, please don't lecture me. Shut but, and yeah. also him being on a soapbox is annoying because he has so much uh, of a tainted past, and I know he brought it up, but still, it's like, I'd rather hear from almost anyone else. Yeah, the, my favorite kind of Oscar speech is the Laura Dern type, where yes. she was genuinely emotional. Mm-hmm. She, you know, Her parents were there. She was addressing them, and just like, it makes you feel good. Giving Jeez. a speech, by the way, is a different um, talent. <clears throat> it's not the same as acting. It's a different talent. Oh, totally. To be able to give a speech yeah. is something and different. That was altogether. a big thing. I'm sure you could talk on it, like that Brad Pitt had been sort of employing speech writers. Allegedly, yes. But, you know, the weird thing about this award season was the four acting winners were sort of preordained months ago. Yeah. Everybody mm-hmm. knew they were going to win, so they've gotten up at all these award shows and given different speeches, yeah. and that's really tough. It's hard, and, yeah. And then you want the Oscars to feel something special, something different that you haven't done before. And it's tough. And you either go the activism route like Brad Pitt did or Joaquin Phoenix or you go the emotional route uh, and I don't really know what Renee Zellweger oh, was doing. She's <laughs> sweet spirit. I have no what idea what she was talking about. Lovely woman, very what nice. She basically it? she rewrote We Didn't Start the Fire. It was just named. <laughs> um, this past year of conversations celebrating Judy Garland um, across genders and um, i mean so i'm sorry it's cross generations and across um cultures okay i was out right at that point i was just like stop <laughs> well she clearly stop had something prepared that she yes. wanted to do and she jumbles. was trying to stay on script yeah uh, you know it's really hard to get up there and be sure. meaningful sure. and not just thank your agent which you know a lot of people do and mm. it's so boring when they do are you happy award season is over a little bit. It's certainly, well, first of all, it's not over. We have a big oh. print issue that we have to put together today. Okay. But when it is over, I, uh, I, you can nap. I, I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Bellamy, thanks for coming in. We appreciate it. No problem. Thank you. This is Kevin in the Morning on K-Rock. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. 106.7 K-Rock QFM. What is even happening? Great question. Hmm. Your um, mic is, I should turn on your mic. Uh, it's helpful. Okay. Uh, like on a I figured you could show. yell, but okay. You know how we always talk about uh, you're never going to get away in a police chase. You're just not. There are helicopters on you. Police are following you. It's never going to work out in your favor. Don't do it. Right. Except for this situation. What? The L.A. Police Department released surveillance video showing a, uh, it was about a month ago, where a suspect led authorities on a high-speed chase on Southern California streets and freeways. The chase began in downtown L.A., made its way through the 134, the 210, and 605 freeways. It was a dark-colored Honda seen driving erratically, weaving in and out of traffic, speeds upwards of 100 miles per hour. That doesn't seem ideal. No. The chase ended at Commerce Casino, where the driver abandoned the vehicle, walked into the building with the other guests. 
pretty smart. Surveillance video shows him making his way out of the building a short time later, hopping in a taxi. Drove away. That got was a, macho. Got away. Got away, you guys. Hmm. Do you remember the high-speed chase that happened with the motorcycle at Glendale Galleria? And the motorcycle went under that parking garage. It went into the Galleria. And then, but his motorcycle, was it was registered to him. So the cops oh. found it. Oh. And they were like, okay, we're just going to go to his house. Well, that wasn't very no, smart. No, not smart at all. There no. is another story like this about kids or a couple people who got in a speed, high-speed chase then drove to the UCLA campus and walked on. Oh, I don't remember that And uh, they just blended in with other students. And I don't think they were caught, or at least for a long time either. So it's uh, about blending in. If you're yes, running from the cops. What we're doing is we're telling you exactly how to evade take, take, take it from us. No, don't do that. Bring it up in court. Don't say, Kevin in the morning. Don't no, do no, don't totally Certainly don't do that. I get away with no. this. We're saying don't do it. As long don't. as I find a crowd. Nope. Don't do it, you guys. I know a lot of you have been really uh, torn up about this Pamela Anderson marriage that um, after 12 days. I mean, if they can't make it. If they can't make know? it, who can? That's and sad. So close to Valentine's Day. How am I supposed to believe in love? Yeah. Pam Anderson? Yes, Pam Anderson. Well, Pam Anderson has blamed her failed 12-day marriage on openness. <laughs> right. What does that mean exactly? What does that mean exactly? Well, she apparently agreed to marry John Peters um, after she had just returned from a month-long spiritual cleanse in India. And according to friends, her heart was open, but in hindsight, just too open. Mm. Mm. She She, cared too much. She loved love. Too much, much. you guys. Yeah. Apparently, um, they had dated 30 years ago, but then she only spent three days with him before they bit the bullet and got married. And she regretted it almost instantly. The insider blabs. I mean, I always love that. This source close to Pam Anderson says. <laughs> Apparently, here's what went wrong. Pamela felt that he was frustrated over how she wanted to maintain her financial independence. He started to make calls about her career and cast her in a movie that he was working on. All things she didn't want. What the hell? All in 12 days. <sighs> wow, he, did. he was busy. 12 days, On the you phone guys. the whole time. They didn't finalize their paperwork, however, so they were able to just walk away. So if you're keeping track at home, it would have been her fifth marriage, but now but it's it wasn't? only fourth. Okay. It's only four. Four, four yeah. plus. And I think he was at five as well, but now back four down with to an asterisk. Yes. Yeah. That's you right. Know, I think we decided 4.2. 4.2. What They're we... the Houston Astros of marriage. <laughs> it's just, she was too open. She's got a point. Mm-hmm. She's an icon. Mm-hmm. She's a legend. Bam and Anderson. She is the moment. Yes, Bam Anderson. Guys, what do you think about parents that pick unique names so their kid will stand out? Well, I, I believe I chose a unique name for my son, Adler. Well, when I read some of these names, Adler is the most vanilla name <laughs> okay. I've ever heard. All right, hit me. New parents are giving their babies made-up names such as Renlo. 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 Mavery. That, what? Elisabel. And Jaspin. Jasper. They're just combining names? <laughs> They're literally making up names out of mostly two names and just kind of switching them up a little bit. I like, hate to tell people this, but naming them something unique is not going to make them unique. Mm-mm. No. Take that from me, Jensen. <laughs> <laughs> them being unique is going to make them unique, not their name. Right. According to a survey, 7% have already chosen a unique name for their child, while a further two-thirds, 65%, said they would consider it. Made-up baby names are becoming more and more popular. Here's a few names that are rising on the charts. Felina. Nope. Felina. Eva Beth. That 
It's not it's rising on any chart. Brigham and Tovin. <laughs> these, those, are, these, are the names, the charts, these are the names we make up for the Jonas Brothers. Right. <laughs> these are climbing the charts. They're not, this is our chart. There are charts. There's not a chart. And Tovin is climbing it. Spell it. with Selena and Eva Beth. Tobin is Tobin, T-O-V-I-N. Tovin. So it's like Tobin, right. but with a V. Yeah. Huh. I mean. A Brigham I get because it, like you can think of Brigham Young or yeah. whatever, but I mean. Right. They used to have an ad for, um, sorry, when I worked in Utah, it was such a great ad for the ski uh, the ski mountain resort thing mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And it was a picture of Brigham Young with him with a bunch of kids on a chairlift. Oh, and no. it just said, Brigham Young. <laughs> oh, boy. Also, that was wow. what R. Kelly used to put on his concert shirt. I mean, maybe in hindsight, it wasn't great. Yeah. Made me laugh. I don't look sad, but I really am disappointed. Yeah. In me? I'm sorry, no, kid. No. Wow. Brigham Young. Mm-hmm. Very upsetting. And in case you're wondering about uh, what movies did well at the box office this weekend, Birds of Prey fell well short of expectations. $33.2 million in their opening weekend. The worst start for a DC Comics adaptation since Jonah Hex in 2010. Hmm. Which is a bummer because everyone that has seen Birds of Prey is surprised by how good it is. Well, maybe it'll have legs. I haven't gone. I want to go. Yeah, I do have legs. Yeah, Yeah. I think just anything coming off of Suicide Squad, people are like, eh, not going to be great. But everyone we've talked to that saw it loved it. Coming in number two, Bad Boys for Life, followed by 1917. Coming in fourth, Doolittle. And then I just, I don't, uh, what? Mm -hmm. Rounding out the top five. In its ninth weekend, Jumanji, the next level. Yeah. On the verge of crossing 300 million domestic, and it has surpassed 750 million worldwide. So, I have that one as making money. I have that one as like a backup. I could always go to Jumanji. I haven't yet. Right. But it's, I would think I would like it. A perfect airplane movie. Yeah. Jumanji. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. I, uh, I watched a red carpet interview with James Corden. In your soft pants? In my soft pants. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to my ads for entertainment. Um, where the guy asked him about cats. And he said, I, I still haven't seen it. Yeah. And the guy was flabbergasted. And he's like, how have you not seen it? He's like, I read the reviews. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. But he said, you know, maybe I'll be on a plane one day. I'll watch it on the plane. Be forced to. And it's a total... Plane movie, right? I mean, I'm, I've been told you have to see it with a crowd, so it'd probably be so better. So you can laugh. Yeah. We've used Just digital gotta... fur technology mm-hmm. to create the most perfect covering of fur. Mm. I feel like mm. you didn't, sir. Mm. What if you got the whole plane to watch it? And <laughs> you also bought shots for everyone on the plane. You're James Corden flying... That would, that would work. ...to the UK. And I you're would like, need shots. Listen, I've got everybody's cocktails if we all want to watch Cats and start at the same time together. I'd love to be on that plane. Directing cats is like directing a group of world-class athletes. Mm. I mean, no, again, no. It's not really. No. Not at all. What did you think of uh, him and... I thought it was really funny. 
the heck is uh, her name? Rebel, Rebel Wilson. Wilson. I thought it was a really funny bit. I also yeah. love the idea that they're fully dressed and painted and stuff and have yes. to basically hand off an award to someone having the greatest day of their life. As cats. Yeah, as cats. Yeah. But yeah. They I mean, went They went all out. They did. That, yes. that made it and work. And the microphone yes. bit that was really funny. Yeah. The, tapping the microphone was very funny. Yeah, that was funny. Um, a friend of mine said that he would have watched them hitting the microphone t- for two hours <laughs> yeah. instead of actually watching cats, <laughs> which I thought that is definitely sad. Mm. These are people, but yep. they're cats, and uh-huh. this is kind of blowing my mind. Not enough to see the movie. No, never saw it. Let's not be crazy. Uh-uh. So good. Some birthdays for you. Laura Dern, Elizabeth Banks, Emma Roberts, Chloe Grace Moretz, Vic Fuentes. Very different from Victor Fuentes, mm. everybody. This is the singer from Pierce the Veil. Too much information is man. Just want to make it clear. Stephanie Beatrice and Uzo Aduba. And that's what's happening. Muds, where are you continuing your diet? We are kicking... <laughs> <We> are- <laughs> the tour continues. Yes. <laughs> We're kicking off the second week of our Del Taco stops. And today we'll be at 17501 Beach Boulevard in Huntington Beach from noon to 1 p.m., we will be giving away a pair of lift tickets to K-Rock Storms Bear Mountain to the first 50 people in line. Also, free Del Taco food. I'll be hanging out and having a good Come old time. Come on out, prize hogs. Uh, yeah. That a, is a, that's like a real-life nightmare. A 5 p.m. commercial-free hour is happening thanks to a random act of helpfulness to be SoCal helpful Honda dealers. Tomorrow morning on all new show, we have Jensen's guest list. Mm-hmm. We have the strangest places you got married. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we also have your tickets for the 1975. Oh, luck out. Tomorrow morning. K-Rock, L.A. and O.C.'s alternative rock. Kevin in the morning with Ali and Jensen. Carol QFM. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.